Agutin Erev Shabbos, Shabbos, Parshas Matsoro, Shabbos Hagadol. It's found in the Rishonim. Why do we call Parshas Hagadol, Shabbos Hagadol, the, the big Shabbos? And the answer is because it's customary for the rabbi to give a very long speech. And when the rabbi gives a very long speech, that makes Shabbos seem like it takes forever. So Agutin Erev Shabbos, they were moving along with Sechlis Kalayim, Perik Gimel, and Perik Dalit, Mishnah Gimel, and Mishnah Dalit. In the previous Mishnah, we discussed the Machol HaKerem, the perimeter of the Kerem, and there was Machlokis between Bishamai and Bishilo, how much space one needs to have between the wall and the, and the vineyard in order to plant a new species. If you want to plant a foreign species in a vineyard between the vineyard itself and the wall, how much space do you need to have? That was Machlokis between the Holy Bishamai and Bishilo. Bishamai said you need 16, 16 Amus, four amos between the vineyard and whatever you want to plant, then eight amos of what you're going to plant, and that's considered a significant, substantial field, and then you need an additional four amos between what you're planting and the wall. And this is going to be the point of contention in our Mishnah. And Bezillel says, no, 12 amos, because you only need four amos in the air of, of foreign plants and to be considered a field, but both of them agree between the wall and the farmable area, the area where you're planting the foreign the foreign uh, uh, fruits, you need to have four amos. Comes along to Rehuda and is like, what are you talking about? Rehuda is going to say in our Mishnah, that's not true at all. Why do you need to have space between the wall and the foreign fruit? There's no issue of claim there, and therefore he says, we got it all wrong. Rehuda, Omar, Mishnah, Gimel, Ein Zelegedra Kerem. This that you described the, and called the perimeter is actually the Gedra. That's the walls of the vineyard. So what's the perimeter of a Kerem where we say you need either 12 or 16 amos? where you need space between, the uh, four amas between the wall and the farmable area, says Rabbi Yehuda, not a wall, but rather if you have two vineyards adjacent to each other, how much space do you need in between these two vineyards in order to plant a new species? That is what Hill and Beishamay are arguing about. But if, you, if it's not two vineyards next to each other, but rather a wall, so then you do not need to have any space between the wall and the fruit you're planting. All you need to have is four amos between what you planted and the vineyard. So really, as long as you have six amos, you have two amos for, uh, to, in between it and four amos according to base Hillel of the, of the, four, of the, foreign, um, the foreign fruit, then you are good to go. Okay, now comes along the, comes along the Mishnah to say, what is a geder? What is a fence? How do you create some sort of partition between what you are planting, uh, the two species that you are planting? And it's going to be important to know that this concept of mechitza, which, by the way, the Mishnah, the Gemara tells us in multiple places, mechitza and the definition of what a mechitza is, that's halakha lemoshim yisinai. That we learn from halakha lemoshim yisinai. Ashurim, mechitzos, these are certain things that we, the only way to know that, as a kazayas of matzah you eat, has to be the size of an olive. Those are things came from halakha lemoshim yisinai. These Arab mechitzas, they're actually generally ubiquitous throughout Shas. That whenever there's a need for a mechitza, we generally fall back to the same, the, the same measurements. As in a mechitza by Klayim here is going to be the same definition, perhaps as a mechitza when it comes to an Arab, perhaps a mechitza when it comes to a sukkah, etc. And even when there are variances, there's, there's discussion, but just know that going into here, a lot of these halachas overlap with Arab and even sukkah. The Ezehi Gedder, what is considered a Gedder? What's it considered a partition? Says the Mishnah should go up as long as it's 10 Tfachim high. If it's 10 Tfachim high, so we consider that to be to be a Mechitza. The Charetz should omak asar Arba. Or if you have a ditch that is 10 Tfachim deep 
and four Tvachim wide, that also serves as a separation. Comes along the next Mishnah, Mishnah Dalai, we're going to continue on this theme of what exactly is uh, defining different uh, sorts of, of Mechitzos that may have holes in them, and how big of a hole can a hole be before we say it's no longer considered a partition. Mechitzos Akonim. What if a person sticks into the ground, sticks? Every few inches they plant another stick, so the sticks aren't attached to each other like a fence, but you can't walk through it because there are sticks every few inches. How, how close do the sticks, those sticks have to be in the ground lined up against each other to consider it a fence, and how far apart do we say it's not a fence, but rather a bunch of sticks, but since you can easily slip through it, it's not considered a fence. So long as there's not three tvachim between them, again, a tefach is about three inches or so, it's about nine, about nine inches, so long as there's not nine inches between them, then we can apply the principle of called where we look at it as now a solid partition, and therefore, it's considered a good enough partition. Even though, yes, you're right. Grapes can kind of, the vines can sneak through it. But we look at that as a solid partition. And halacha, it's considered a halachic wall. And the reason for that is, again, halacha must be sinai. But we say that because a gdi, and a small little goat, can't get through it. So now we consider it enough to be a wall. The getter shnifrats. What happens if you have a hole in your wall? Ad eser amos harehu peseach. If, until ten amos, we consider an opening, a doorway, and a doorway you're allowed to have. You're allowed to have, even though it's considered it's open space. And this is the same, by the way, when it comes to a, a, a mechitza, when it, uh, eruv. Then eruv, you need to have be completely surrounded. But if you have a uh, opening less than ten amos wide, so then we consider it a door. And yes, we have all sorts of things we've added on and to learn in terms of a source of esach. But definitionally, if you have a fence and you have a space that's open, so that's you're definitely not in a. You, that's, that could be good enough to consider a doorway. So to here, until you have a, a, a break that's more than 10 amos wide, we consider a doorway, and you can still plan opposite it. Yes, you can, but if the door, if the, the break is larger than that, can make it appear to us, then you can't plant opposite the opening, because then we, it's considered one field. There's no mechitz in between them. What happens if either lichatzchila or bedyevet? A big wind comes and knocks down part of your mechitzah, what I give out? What do you do? And these mechitzas, I just want to add, are not the, the openings are not ten amos wide, but there's a, a, a number of them. What's the din? So this is the din that we apply also in Hilchas Erevin as well. mutter. So long as you have more closed space than open space, then we can, even though there are multiple openings throughout this entire field, the entire length of this of this fence in the field, we consider it to be okay. So long as there's more closed space than open space, more fence than non-fence. You know, parts move out omit. But if you're you end up having more open space than closed space, even though they're all within ten amos of each other, can it appear to usur? So then opposite the opening part, it's considered it's usur to plant, because that point we consider totally open. And in the world of Erevin, we consider it as if you no longer have an Erev. So this is a very important principle of Kola Omein Muruba Alaparitz, that so long as you have more closed space than open space. We consider it to be whole and shalim. Rav Mordechai Willig likes to quote from here, and is leaving this little, nice little drush before Shabbos, and says as follows: In life, sometimes we have times we have doubt, we have trouble, we have these murky times. Could be in our relationships with others, especially in our relationships with Hashem. We don't feel connected at times. And he says that's normal. That's okay. As long as as long as you have most of the time, or much of the time, or majority of the time. You can feel a connection. You feel some sort of some sort of uh, clarity. So then it's okay to have to er- areas of parrots. But once you end up having more parrots, al- al- you have more opening spaces than closed spaces. So then you have to really start asking what's going wrong and how can I fix this. I want to wish everyone a wonderful Shabbos.